Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to another episode of, as I tilt my camera, Locked on Kraken. We are your only daily Seattle Kraken podcast. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. And uh, yesterday you heard the roundtable. That was something that we recorded the night of the draft, but we are back in action today. We're going to take you through some additional analysis who could possibly go at number four to the Seattle Kraken, assuming that we keep that pick. We're going to go to the amazing Ryan Soto Clark from The Athletic, one of your beat writers for the Seattle Kraken. Then we're also going to continue our Seattle Kraken exit interviews this episode. We're going to hear from Alex Wenberg and Jared McCann talking about the season talking about not playing in the playoffs. And speaking of the NHL playoffs, we're going to give you the round one uh, roundup, if you will, as well as how the Charlotte Checkers did in their first AHL playoff game. All that and more. We've got a jam-packed show coming up for you this Thursday on Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. All right, all right, all right, Seattle hockey fans. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. Again, I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. We are going to have a fantastic show, but let's get into it. I told you um, that we are going to go over some analysis of the draft so you had the live show. If you missed that, that happened Tuesday night. Uh, something wonky happened with the audio, so my apologies for you. Those of you who usually listen on audio, that actually went up Wednesday. Also on Wednesday, we had the roundtable. And if you missed the end, we were talking about, hey, you know, like uh, who are some of the teams, who are some of the other teams that you're happy for in the draft? And I had to take a page out of Snoop Dogg's playbook I said, listen, and last but not least, I want to thank me. I was like, we're not going to talk about other teams. We're not talking about, you know, the teams that are picking behind us. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing that. So I had to set the record straight. That's right. We get to be selfish. The Seattle Kraken have plenty of work to do, and you're going to hear what Wenberg and McCann have to say about that coming up later on the show. But for now, let's go to my main man, Ryan Soto Clark. And you will need a subscription to read this full article, and I highly recommend it. Someone who has written for The Athletic before. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but <laughs> not everything is for everyone at any given time. And that's all right. But if you want to get Ryan's analysis in full, you're going to have to get a uh, subscription to The Athletic. Uh, because, listen, I'm not going to give it to you for free here. Um, you have to, uh, pay the price yesterday's price, not today's price, all that good stuff. That being said, here's what the article looks like. Who could the Kraken take with the number four pick in the NHL draft? We'll explore every option. Yes. Every option. I'm going to give you the synopsis 
real quick. Uh, this again from Ryan S. Clark. But um, if you listened to the live show of Locked on Kraken, you probably heard Ryan Clark asking about picks. And uh, that's up on the Locked on Kraken YouTube channel right now. This is, of course, the media availability with Ron Francis immediately following the draft lottery. Didn't get a whole lot from from, uh, Ron Francis. Didn't expect a whole lot from Ron Francis. There's still a lot of dominoes that have to fall before we know exactly what's happening with that number four pick. But that being said, the amazing Ryan S. Clark has some thoughts for you. Um, Okay, so let's go into this. Um, So again, Ryan was asking about right-handed defensemen. If you listen to that again, also up on... Um, the Locked on Kraken YouTube page. This is the media availability with Ron Francis. Um, so that would be uh, David Jurisek or Simon Nemec. And if you heard the roundtable, you heard some of the, uh, it was, uh, you know, Russ from Locked on Flyers actually making some predictions this way as well. So what did Ron say about it? Well, we still haven't finalized our list and there's still world championships coming up here on the 13th, Francis said. So we'll be covering that. We have our meetings the first part of June. So we'll put our list together, get it where we think it's right. And then we'll pick what we think is the best player for the franchise at number four. So again, a few things going into play here. Uh, Obviously, um, Ryan goes into the history of the draft. It's a very short history for the Seattle Kraken, at least. Uh, They have Maddie Beneers, who again, nine points in his first 10 games with the Seattle Kraken, finished up Um, in the semifinals of the Frozen Four with Michigan, then made his way to Seattle. You've got Riker Evans currently playing with the Regina Pats, um, who was the second-round pick for the Seattle Kraken. Ryan Winterton. um, So, um, you know, Ryan goes into some of those players and how the picks had gone down. Um, But here's what he says about... uh, Hirasek or Nemec at the number four pick. Um, so one of his colleagues over at The Athletic is projecting Hirasek as the def- best defenseman in the draft. Now, if you've heard either the roundtable or if you heard the live show, I do think the Seattle Kraken need defensemen. I um, would like to see them be pretty big, pretty quick defensemen. I think we left... M- some stuff on the table when it came to being a physical dominating presence defensively. I like big, I like bad defensemen. And um, I don't think we always saw that from the Seattle Kraken. Um, so Hirasek is the best defenseman, according to some other colleagues of Ryan's at the athletic, but Nemec is the second best defenseman in the draft and the fifth best prospect overall. That's pretty good. And this could be a pick that falls to the Seattle Kraken. So what are we talking about here? So Hirasek is six foot three, 189 pounds, um, Two-way defenseman is what the scout says. 18 years old. Five goals, 11 points in the uh, Czech Hockey League. Um, And so there are some questions with Nemec regarding a knee surgery. 
18 years old, knee surgery, uh, sustained an injury at World Juniors. Um, but the scout is that this is an above average player. Now, Nemec is a little bit shorter, um, but just as much uh, weight, if you will. Six feet even, 190 pounds. Um, the scout is that also a really good two-way player, also a top two, a top two or excuse me, a top pairing defenseman is the scout. Another 18-year-old, 25 assists in 26, um, 26 points overall. So that's essentially one goal and 25 assists in 35 games. That's in the Slo Slovak League. Um, helped capture a bronze medal at 2022 games. Uh, that's that's uh, Slovakia team was a little menacing and um but they stayed the course which is what i liked i did get to see slovakia play so it'd be kind of cool having that connection again obviously i wasn't really covering i wasn't there to cover slovakia specifically but i was able to see nemec in action um also considered an above average um defenseman as of right now and this is kind of where ryan's analysis was going you could hear it in some of the questions but will borgen and adam larson the only two right-handed shooting defensemen on the kraken roster fun fact adam larson is actually the only number four overall pick on the seattle kraken roster but you know who else was a number four pick i alluded to this in yesterday's title for yesterday's show uh ron francis so We'll see what happens at lucky number four for the Seattle Kraken. Um, so overall, I think there's some really interesting analysis here, but Ryan S. Clark is definitely focused on right-handed defensemen. I'm focused on good size at the defense position. So we'll see what happens, but I'm definitely going to keep an eye on some of these prospects. And to the, to the point of Ron Francis, as quoted by Ryan S. Clark from the media availability that you can find on the Locked on Kraken YouTube page, there is world championships and this is going to be another opportunity for the Seattle Kraken scouts for all scouts to take a look at some of this talent. Obviously everything got wrecked with COVID world championships is happening in the summer because it got canceled because of COVID and everything. So I think this will be good. Get a chance to really look at some of these young guys, get a feel, get to see them in action with, or even against some of either your prospects or your current roster and lineup. So I like it. I'm uh, not going to jump the gun yet and tell you my bold prediction that will be coming up because we have a draft and it's happening in, happening in Montreal. It's right around the time of the WNBA all-star weekend. So we'll see. I don't, uh, I haven't learned how to apparate just yet. Uh, and I'm still waiting on my time turner. So, uh, if either one of those happens, uh, then I'll be at both, but if not, it'll be a tough decision, game time decision on whether I'm going to be in Montreal or Chicago. Anyway, Coming up on Locked on Kraken, we're going to, we heard a little bit about what the future might have for the Seattle Kraken by way of Ryan S. Clark and your hashtag Goodreads. Check it out. But um, now let's go back to the team as is, or at least as far as we know. And we're going to hear from Alex Wenberg, new papa. Um, that was earlier in the season, but still 
still has a relatively newborn, Wenberg, and Jared McCann talking about their experience with the Seattle Kraken and what we can expect from this team and this roster. They've gone through their growing pains. What are they going to be like when it comes uh, training camp for the next NHL season? Right now, though, I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. I've talked about it before, but um, I'm all about getting a good morning routine. And a part of my morning routine is getting the nutrients in my body that I know that I need. I'm on the go doing a daily podcast and a million other things, starting my own media platform to uplift black women in sports check out blackrosymedia.com. So I'm always on the go. And one super simple way to get a lot of my nutrients in one felt swoop early in the morning is by using Athletic Greens. 75 high quality vitamins and minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start your day right all in a scoop. I scoop it in. I don't have my bottle here right now. It's over by the by the island in the kitchen, but I scoop just one scoop, eight ounces of cold water, mix that up, and I don't have to think about it. I can start my day with my intentions. I can start my day by moving my body and then fuel my body until my next meal, which is when I use HelloFresh, another one of our partners. Anyway, um, it's lifestyle friendly is essentially what I'm getting at. Whether you are keto, paleo, vegetarian, dairy-free, whatever, I'm dairy-free. I try to eat high protein, but it's giving me all the nutrients that I need. And it's a great supplement um, routine to recover. Um, you've, we've seen athletes use athletic greens including the founder who had a lot of gut issues and he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. So again, all that 75 nutrients that you get jam-packed into the powder and you don't have to even think about it. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and we want you to try it for yourself. So to make things easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com, all one word, um, backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. As always, we want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. Now it's time for you to... Uh... As always, we want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. For your next listen, perhaps check out the Locked on Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts is free and available to you wherever you listen to podcasts and, of course, also on YouTube. But for now, we're going to go back to the Seattle Kraken because we're going to hear from Alex Wenberg and Jared McCann talking about their experience in the inaugural season with our very own 
Seattle Kraken. We know it was a difficult one. We're going to hear the theme over and over again about how the guys obviously would love to continue playing. You'll hear that they started these interviews right as the playoffs were beginning, so it's fresh on their mind. The season ending is fresh, them not being in the playoffs. So you're hearing a lot of that. But then also kind of hearing what where the guys want to go from here. So first we're going to hear from Alex Wenberg. Then we'll take you over to Jared McCann. And then on the next segment, we'll take you to the scores from around the league. Where are we with the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs round number one. We have some teams that have clinched. We have others that are making it interesting. That's coming up. But first, let's hear from Wenny and Kanner. I mean, it's it's mixed feelings. Obviously, right now, to end it like this, I mean, playoffs are starting today and we're heading home. It's uh, not really a feeling you want to get. But, I mean, it's part of business right now. Uh, obviously, it's been a long year, uh, ups and downs. But uh, right now, I just... Head home, recover, and then, I mean, like, there's another year coming up and more hockey, so looking forward to that as well. What were some of the highlights for you for this first year? I mean, like, first game, first ever for Seattle Kraken, first home game, all those things. You, you're part of history right now. You're coming in an organization that started from scratch, and just uh, to be a part of that, that's a highlight for sure. And, I mean, there's, there's great moments uh, for personally myself to family, start growing up here in Seattle uh, with a kid, and just... Uh, we need to explore the city and see it all. It's, it's, it's been a great year that way, so. What do you think are your kind of expectations for coming into next year? What do you think might be a little bit different? I mean, right now, I, I feel like we're just closing the book on this one. I haven't really looked forward to much. I feel like uh, what I always do, I take a couple of weeks here, just like uh, wind down a little bit, try to like uh, process the whole thing. And then uh, I think it's a great way then to write down some goals for the next year and what you could do better. So right now, I'm just going to like let this one sink in and then like you said, we got a little bit of time here to think about the next one, so I just gotta try to enjoy a little summer as well. So, and looking back at this season, how do you think you played personally this year? How this one rank off against other seasons? I mean, obviously for the team, we didn't really get the success we wanted. I mean, personally, I feel like I wanted to. I mean, you always want to win, and right now, when you're coming up short the way we did in several games, obviously there's a couple of things you have to look in your own game where you can improve. So, I mean, obviously. Uh, this uh, this year is a lot to learn from. A lot of things you can look back and say we want to do different. But me personally, I feel like there's uh, there's good part of my play game that I feel like I'm I'm doing really well. But I want to want to improve. I want to be better. So there's a lot of things that I feel like I can be better to next year. Uh, you know, personally, obviously it was a good uh, good season. Um, you know, I feel like that I took a big step and showed that I can you know score in this league um, and you know I can contribute offensively and. Um, you know, obviously, it, uh, you know, would have been nice to do better as a team for sure. But you know, the future's looking pretty bright here. It's been awesome. You know, it's been uh, a roller coaster, a lot of ups and downs, and but uh, that's part of the game. That's uh, you know, it was, a, it was a learning experience. It's something that not a lot of players, I think, go through in the league. And um, you know, I'm just you know, I'm thankful to be here and um, happy to have experienced it. I thought we were more consistent in the second half. You know, obviously the the wins weren't there, but um, you know, we had uh, we had a lot of great starts and a lot of a lot of games where we thought, you know, you know, we can play with these teams, and but obviously, you know, we gotta learn how to finish, right? That's where it, uh, that's where it matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, that comes with experience, though, right? Learning how to close out games, um, you know, that comes with you know the leadership and and uh, and things like that. So, you know, as we just continue to grow as a team, we're gonna get better and better. Yeah, I'm hoping it's a little more relaxing for sure. Um, you know, it's. Uh, it's just been, you know, it's been a great experience. You know, um, everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer in that. And, um, you know, I was meant to be a Kraken, so it's good. 
All right, folks, you heard from Winberg, you heard from McCann. Again, very similar to what we're hearing from a lot of the guys. It was a tough season, but there were spurts where the Seattle Kraken did well, particularly coming off of that trade deadline. And now it's about gaining consistency, doing what it takes to come into training camp and be a more consistent version of the Seattle Kraken. Certainly more consistent than what we saw in the early part of this inaugural season. And I think there are a lot of pieces. You'll hear the guys obviously know that there are going to be some changes. They know probably just like we do that there are so many picks in play for the next three years, over 30 picks overall in the next three drafts, including this one this year. So the Seattle Kraken definitely have some monopoly money to play with, if you will. They have some assets. And how are they going to utilize that to get the pieces that they need. But I thought it was really great also just to hear the guys say that they know it has to be more defensively. They know it has to be more offensively. And there are things that they can control and that they're looking forward to the opportunity to tweak some of that personally in the offseason and then collectively once we get to training camp. I'm hoping to be out in Seattle again for training camp like we did for the inaugural season. We'll get to that. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we're going to talk about the playoffs, baby. We're going to first talk about the NHL playoffs. We'll get that out of the way. And then we're going to talk about the AHL playoffs and the game that the Charlotte Checkers, including some Seattle Crafts, Kraken prospects, excuse me, were able to play. Uh, we'll give you that update coming up on Locked on Kraken. Right now, though, I want to make sure that you know about Bet Online because it continues to be the number one source for your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest news and sports development, including the basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, and of course, the NHL. Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, what are we talking about? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, all right, all right, Seattle hockey fans, we're going to talk about. Some scores from around the league. Now, we would have checked in last time on these scores Monday after Monday's games, but we had games on Tuesday. That was the night of the draft. I haven't really talked much about what happened because, well, we were talking about the draft and we got the number four pick, but let's get into it. Um, I mentioned that we do have some people that clinched. I kind of alluded that we're getting to this when it came to oh, – Nashville. I'm sorry, Nashville. No Smashville for you. It's all said and done. It was uh, Colorado who was able to take care of that. Not really surprising. Are we really surprised? Not really. But all right, let's go over the scores. We'll go uh, series by series, or I should say day by day. So on Tuesday, you had the Hurricanes. They took a 3-2 lead over the Bruins with a 5-1 victory. They got on the board super early in that game and just looked like they were dominating. The Maple Leafs. They took a 3-2 lead by defeating the Lightning 4-3. That's Tuesday night. The Blues also took a lead. They get a 5-2 victory over the Wild. And the 
dedos kings oh man what an exciting game uh Kempe gets it done in overtime love the breakdown of just such great placement bodying up protecting the puck getting that goal in overtime to get the win for the Kings. They had, as of Tuesday, a 3-2 lead. But what happened yesterday, I'll let you know. We had the Penguins and the Rangers. The Rangers have taken a series lead. I'm very interested in this series, mostly because I'm supposed to go to a concert on Tuesday night at MSG, and it's contingent on this series right here. I know, I know. But it was a birthday gift to myself. Happy birthday to me. Anyway, the Panthers and the Capitals. The Panthers get the win, so they have the series lead as of yesterday. And then the Stars and the Flames. The Flames take a 3-2 lead in the series by defeating the Stars 3-1. So as of right now, if we look at the first round, the only team right now let me sorry let me talk a lot of this for a minute the only team right now that has clinched into the next round again the the uh colorado avalanche i have talked about the avalanche a few times because you know i was able to be on the call when they lost when they lost that game to uh to the um in the New Jersey Devils. So I know they probably get tired of me saying that, but I mean, that's what happens. I'm just saying. I'm just saying is all. So, uh, you know, what do we have Thursday night? Uh, let me go back to this so you can see, and then we'll get into some AHL conversation. But let's see what we've got coming up here. We've got the schedule tonight, Carolina and Boston. We've got Toronto and Tampa. Then we've got Minnesota, St. Louis, Edmonton, Los Angeles. Again, all four of those matchups are taking place. We've only got three for Friday. That's the Rangers at Pittsburgh, Florida at Washington, and Calgary at Dallas. That's a lot of mileage for those two teams. Um, so that's that takes you through Thursday, Friday, and then you know we'll see what ha happens, how far we have to go with these series. But all right, now let's talk about the AHL because we talked about it uh, a little while ago now, but um, we talked about it. Um, the Charlotte Checkers, who uh, for all intents and purposes are the AHL affiliate for your very own Seattle Kraken, they are in the playoffs. They had a bye in the first round, and then they um, were taking on Bridgeport, which I talked about. And it was our very own Gustav Olofsson, who, as it says in the news release, played a, quote, unlikely hero as the Checkers scored three straight goals to secure a come-from-behind win in their 2022 playoff opener in Bridgeport. Uh, here is what um, Coach Kinnear, after the game, will take the win. It wasn't a great start, but we've had a long layoff, and I thought the guys got better as the game wore on, and we have to continue to get better. Um, so a few names you'll recognize from this presser. Let me uh, pull this up for you here. So, I mean, just look at our guys. Look at our guys that are making a difference 
in the postseason. You'll love to see it. I know it's not the Stanley Cup playoffs, but postseason is the postseason. So and they, as the checkers erase an early deficit. Who are we talking about? Gustav Olofsson. We talked about him. Uh, just two goals in 41 regular season games. Um, got past Corey Schneider to give the Charlotte Checkers the lead. Alexander True with a brace, as we would say in football or American in sports, we call it soccer. Uh, Alexander True scored twice. Joey Decord had 25 saves for the Checkers. Olofsson, True, Decord, all our guys. I'm just saying. Who else? Uh, break uh, The Charlotte settled in and got a breakthrough when Max McCormick's cross-ice pass found True for a power play strike. First of all, you love when you got two prospects connecting. Second of all, it's even better when they're doing it on the power play. Third of all, we've talked about this, but Max McCormick, baby, Max McCormick, one of our guys, um, Decord was up, up to the task. Uh, love to see it. That's been his bread and butter. He's been amazing for the Charlotte Checkers this season. Alexander True on playing with McCormick. Me and Maxie have had that chemistry this whole year. When the chances present themselves, he's good at finding me, and he made a really good play both times. Love to see it. Want to see more of it when these guys get into the um, Firebirds system. Are you excited? I'm so excited for the Firebirds. I was here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, I was, uh, they have this thing called Mayfest every May. I was celebrating my birthday at Mayfest. And I'm over by the Drillers hockey, or excuse me, the Tulsa Oilers is the hockey team, but the Drillers is the baseball team. I'm over by the baseball field. A guy's wearing a Coachella Valley Firebirds t-shirt. We were kind of like two ships in the night, so I didn't get to like completely stalk his whole life. So I don't exactly know if he has any affiliation or what the case is, but uh, I was super jealous. I don't have any Firebirds gear yet. I'm going to have to get on that. I mean, I got to represent. I got to represent Zoe Hickel and Firebirds. I've told you I have an obsession with the mythical creature that is the Phoenix. I would have gone with Phoenix, but we've gone down this road before. Let's just move on. A Firebird is a Phoenix. A Phoenix is a Firebird. They're all connected. I was still right. That's all that matters. All right, that's going to do it for this show. I gave you the rundown of what's happening in the NHL. We heard from our two guys, Wenny and McCann. We're going to hear from a few more. We only have a handful more interviews. You know, I got to get, I got to save my guy, Donato. We've got also Eberly and uh, Maddie Beneers. So with world championships coming up, we'll see what happens there. But as always, folks, we're going to end because it is mental health wellness, uh, awareness and wellness. I have a family member who is just starting to tell their own story with their mental health journey. So I want to help all of us. And as we just continue to go through this life and every once in a while, you, you need to stay grounded. And so that's actually the tip for today. A really great way to stay grounded is to make sure you're drinking a lot of water, take a walk outside, be in nature. As soon as I finish this, I'm going to go outside for a walk here in Tulsa, maybe get my feet 
my bare feet on the grass, just get grounded, get, get a part of nature, feel the natural elements. We're not meant to stare at screens and, you know, talk into the void all day. We have to make sure that we get outside, we get our body moving. So that is my wellness tip of the day until tomorrow, Friday, hold fast, stay true, and let's go cracking. Now go outside, have a good time. I'll see you tomorrow.